Hi, fellow classmates, instructors, and friends. This is Ginny, your humble TCM student who knows absolutely nothing about this field, but wanted to start this audio journal to record everything TCM. If you would like to join my study group as well, please come learn with me, and let's get healthier by healing our bodies from the inside out holistically together. Hey, Cuckoo Fam! Thank you so much for tuning back with me for another study session. Today we have a fellow Canadian joining us from Edmonton, and I'm so excited to learn about her roots, her background story, and why she has chosen acupuncture as her career path. So I would love to give a warm welcome to Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Jenny. It's so nice to have you on. I was wondering. Yeah, you know, I have mentioned that you are from Edmonton. Were you always from Edmonton, or did you move to Edmonton?、Um, yeah, if you could give、uh, me a little background on that. Yeah, sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. First of all, so you know, I grew up actually in Singapore.、Um, my、oh. parents and I decided to move to Edmonton, Alberta, when I was fifteen. Yeah, so I finished high school here. Oh, okay, nice. So、yeah. your parents <laughs> specifically chose Edmonton, like randomly, or was there like family there that you wanted to move there for? Uh, I guess I had some friends here, but no family. It's just me and my parents. I don't have any cousins here either. <laughs> oh wow, that's such a bold move. Good for them. I know. I yeah yeah. It's a very. I don't know how they did it, but I thought it was pretty awesome. Now that I think about it. Yeah, for sure. Because even for myself, right? Like when I came to Toronto, for me, it's mainly because my. Dad side of the family is here, so that's why we kind of came over for your family to like just up and leave Singapore and just go to Edmonton. Well, thank God you have some friends, but like that's wow. I, I find that very、uh, honorable, <laughs> very brave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when there was like barely any Asian community, it was very small. Yeah, and I remember like my sister was saying she was like the only Asian in her class, and one other Asian maybe in in the school.、Mm-hmm. Was, I was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I have a friend that's from Edmonton, and、uh, he's. He said, "Yeah, the Chinese population is、um, not that big, and there's like only one dim sum place there. I don't know. There might be more. I'm not sure. Ah, <laughs>、uh, there's more. That's more. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's definitely imp- that. Yeah, it just improved in the last ten years. Improved. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. You gotta have、yeah. your dim sum. You、yeah. know." Yes. Yeah. Okay. So、uh, I was wondering,、uh, what are you specializing? Um, so right now, I have really kind of focused my practice on mostly women's health, fertility,、mm-hmm. and I've added a lot of facial acupuncture as well.、Uh, but you know, at the same time, I also treat a bit of pain that comes here and there. But the clinic I am practicing in mostly focuses on fertility. Ah, nice.、Health. I find that a lot of acupuncturists they actually focus on the female health. Is there a particular reason why this is such a popular area of focus?、Uh, there's just not a lot of support in the Western medicine side. You、mm. could go in for menstrual cramps or like heavy periods, and they would just stick you on birth control. 
and it's unfortunate because it's not the doctor's fault either. There's just not the right connection. Actually, in Chinese medicine, there's a long history of acupuncture supporting women's health. There are books written for it thousands of years ago, and we—it's amazing. Oh, that's great. Because it's definitely not a、um, one-size-fits-all kind of thing, which is, you know, birth control pills. You know, I hear so many people、mm-hmm. having side effects with that. Like, and、yeah. for you guys to have more of a customized、uh, approach, it's it's great. <laughs> yeah, it it especially when you are really sensitive to birth control or pain meds,、um, acupuncture is definitely another route to pursue. Hmm. Nice. Good to know. So, can you give us a little background story of yourself in terms of why did you want to pursue TCM as a career? Like, was it because your parents were doing it, or were you introduced to it at a very young age? Like, what made you want to get into it? So I think there's about two sides to this.、Um, so I was actually a massage therapist for about ten years,、mm. and I knew really early on that I could not massage my whole life.、Mm. Um, so I decided to explore other options. At the same time, around after I graduate from massage school, I suffered from eczema, awful periods, and like just various allergies for many years, and. I just could not find an answer to it, and the doctors just kept prescribing me stronger and stronger steroids, and my allergies just keep kind of getting worse, and I had no idea why. I would just had no answer. So, yeah. One day I was like, "Well, let me just try everything cold turkey." But thinking back, it's probably not the best idea. But at the time, I was pretty desperate. I was on so many、yeah. medications that. I just needed a different route, and、yeah. I just took that route to reset and try acupuncture, and you know it really helped. Oh, that's great! So I guess because that solved your you know eczema issues, because I had eczema <laughs> as well, and it's oh man, does it keep you up at night? You know? Yeah, it's stressful to have eczema, and I'm, I'm glad. That acupuncture can actually help with that. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, I still have it, and in times of stress, it definitely worsens. But at、mm-hmm. least I have other options. That instead of just applying steroids, I can pursue other routes to really try to minimize the side the symptoms of like staying up at night, really itchy, and you just get so self conscious when the flare up happens. Yeah, I hear、right? you. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. I think when I had it, it's like I didn't even care how it looks. Like I'm just, I just want to solve it. Yeah, it's like something that's always there, and it's very annoying. Like once you start itching, oh my goodness, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> yeah, and you, it spreads everywhere, and you're like, no,、yeah. you, and it happens always just before an event. Or if you're trying to go out、uh, and have fun, and you're like, of course, it just has to come on. Yeah.、Uh, well, I'm glad that you kind of solved that issue. At least it doesn't come out as often, and it's only come out at, in stressful periods, which you're already aware of. Yeah. So that's good.、Mm-hmm. How has TCM actually changed or molded your life after? 
Um, I definitely respect my grandma and mom a little bit more with the advice <laughs> okay. they've been giving me. So my mom yeah. used to always say, like, don't drink cold water. And my grandma would actually religiously always dry my hair every night if I wash it. Yes. And my, my mom would also, like, make certain types of food during my periods. For example, like, ginger and Chinese soup with egg, which I'm like, ew, but oh. I would drink it. Yeah, and, you know, it any little bit helps, especially when you're going through, like, the worst cramps and feeling yeah. cold and awful. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, that didn't make sense over 10 years ago. But now thinking back, I'm like, yeah, I can see why she would cook that even though she didn't know why. <laughs> uh, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the same with my parents and a lot of my friends' parents as well. Like they just do it. They can't explain to you why they're doing it, but they're doing it especially with like drying the hair like my mom always asked me like why are you not blow drying your hair right after showering <laughs> like after washing your hair and yeah. i'm like it's hot man and she's like no go do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah right uh, right yeah. it's like this common thing oh like regardless of which asian parent you have they all says the same thing you're like well, it can't be wrong if every Asian parent says the same thing and it's actually yeah. made into memes. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> where like, is this okay. coming from? <laughs> yeah, right? And a lot of us, unfortunately, do reject it because we are raised with a scientific questioned mind yeah. at this point, right? Yeah, very true. Mm -hmm. It's very true. I'm actually really happy that because you're learning more about it, you kind of started answering why. <laughs> yeah. Why all these things you received as a kid, like, why are they relevant now, you know? So I'm actually really happy that you're answering some of those because I'm still in the blind right now. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom is still saying the same things. Like, Yeah, and uh, you know what? I would never... I'm never tell my mom she's right because i know she would probably be like see i told you i would just do it <laughs> without telling yeah. her now <laughs> yeah oh yes yes you don't you don't want to prove that she's right or else she's just rub it in your face for life yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> uh so from your practice has there been like a very memorable story or moment that you had? Like, is there like a really difficult situation that you had to overcome or like a challenge or like even an odd case that you had to deal with? Uh, I would say like actually first couple years of my practice has been really challenging coupled with this whole pandemic. Mm. Like, I think schools don't prepare you to build a practice uh yep uh they they bill you to pass your board exams and sort of send you out into the world which is fine mm -hmm. but you over you see so many cases that you're like what am i gonna do with like them? real life cases right <laughs> or are they coming yeah yeah i'm like we do have clinical in school but i i wish like they taught us more about seeing a number of patients they taught us more about tax time like more real life stuff yeah 
like the business side of it, I guess. Yeah, I would say so. The business side of it, it's. I think it's always a struggle too for a lot of practitioners to find a number of patients we want to see,、mm-hmm. and to also make enough money and also take all the courses that we want. Because、mm. <laughs> a lot of times we like we make the money, but we we have a long list of courses that we want to take. Yeah, because that's like our life right now. Yeah, and also like I wish school would tell us. That it's like I personally got. I have a really good teacher, and he was like, he told me like, Rachel, you never stop learning after acupuncture school. So I got really lucky in that、mm-hmm. sense, and so I've always, and I've also made a lot of good friends who are lifelong learners. They have never stopped taking courses,、oh, but、amazing. they don't tell you how expensive some of these courses can、yeah. be, or like to travel out of the country to take some of these courses. So I would say that's like one, a couple of challenges that. I definitely face.、Mm-hmm. Oh no! I think I would say like a lot of us deal with like imposter syndrome. Yeah, that's a huge thing. Yeah, in especially coming up acupuncture school,、mm. and you don't really like escape it for a very long time. I see. A lot of us actually, yeah, a lot of us actually end up getting mentors to like help us overcome it as well. It makes sense because then you have like、mm-hmm. better guidance. It kind of sounds like right out of school, you're just like sink or swim situation, where <laughs> it's like if you don't have mentor, like that's really tough because especially with acupuncture or you know TCM, it's so abstract. There's no one way of diagnosing someone, so it's it can be definitely very difficult. I can only imagine how nervous you are with your first patient because it's like. Oh wow! Okay, this is actually real life now. I'm actually doing this, so I can only imagine how difficult it could be. It's very overwhelming. Okay, well, I'm I'm glad you overcome it and you have a mentor. That's really important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's super important to get right out of school as well. Like, if you can afford it, like I would definitely get advice, like new practitioners to get a mentor.、Mm-hmm. So you can sort of overcome a lot of questions and anxiety, and you know it keeps you on your toes as well because it keeps you very humble when you practice. Yeah. So how did you find your mentor? Was it through your practice or like online? I got kind of lucky. I would say some of our teachers after we graduated, they definitely provided us with their phone numbers, and we can reach them if we like. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and so I got in touch with a couple of the girls from a, like they graduated a couple years later than me, and they were like, "Do you want a mentor? I'm looking for one." And she found one, so I'm actually in a mentorship right now.、Mm. Actually, a couple mentorships, and then my work. I usually join clinics with someone who has been practicing for longer than I have. Yeah, they're really great at helping me out, and they're not too afraid of sharing, which I've been very grateful for. Oh, that's great!、Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's such a nice, close knit community you have. It's very small. I can't deny that,、yeah. and because it's so small,、um, a lot of us know a lot of people. That's good.、Uh, how many years have you been practicing in your、um, profession now? I would say four, four years. 
Yeah. Oh, so you've progressed a lot throughout the years then already. Yeah, um, I would say so. But I, I, I feel like the longer I've practiced, the longer I know, the less I know. <laughs> um, uh, yes, because yeah. the more you know, you feel like less you know. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, but I, I have been lucky that, you know, prior to being a full-time acupuncturist, I was a massage therapist. So yeah, transitioning over wasn't that much of a shock. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you've never had experience in clinic, then that could be quite shocking. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, that's good to know. I was wondering, for my last question for you, do you have a philosophy in your life that you go by or like just like an easy go-to quick tip for, you know, us everyday individuals to enhance on our health? Uh, I would say eat according to the seasons and don't drink ice cold water. What do you mean by eating according to the seasons? I think it helps a lot if you live in like, a four season climate so in the summer eat more salads because that's what is available from to us from nature ah yeah and then in the fall we see a lot more uh squash pumpkins stuff that yes. apples so i would eat a lot more of that those foods but then ah. because it's getting colder we also want to cook them a little bit longer and then as winter comes i think a lot of us also crave soups so kind of follow yeah. a bit more of like your intuition. I know it's mm. hard because if you're not used to this, it feels like a chore. So I always tell my patients to do one little thing and it's to not drink ice cold water. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they're like, yes. what? Um, I, was like, I just, know. <laughs> just drink. So many people fruit. love ice water. I know. I think it's a North American practice because... Yeah. Um, Whenever I go to Asia, or even if I talk to some of my Lebanese uh, patients, they're like, my mom tells me the same thing. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is uh, actually a lot of cultures, they don't drink ice cold waters, except for in North America. Yeah. Um, amen to hot water. Uh, <laughs> that has been ingrained in me since child. <laughs> yeah, great. Right? Isn't crazy? Yeah. It is. That's why uh, in my house, I always have a hot water dispenser. (laughs) (gasps) Same. I have one of those too. (laughs) It's a must. Yes. Yes. 100%. It is definitely a must. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and share your story with us. Can you let our listeners know where they could find you if they are seeking for your services in Edmonton? Uh, sure. Thank you so much for having me. So I am practicing out of Monica Pat Acupuncture. It's on 124th Street in Edmonton, Alberta. Nice, nice. I will also put all of your info into the show notes. And as always, please stay healthy and warm out there. I'll catch you on the next entry. Bye. Bye.